So, Steph, favorite Christmas movie of all time? And there is a correct answer. It's Die Hard. Incorrect. No? Die Hard is a great Christmas movie, but everyone's favorite Christmas movie of all time is Christmas Story, of course. I, I mean, that's a really good one, yeah. It's hard to go through the holidays without watching that one, but... Thank you, TNT, for our 24-hour things. Welcome to Game Therapy, a podcast on gaming and mental health. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Game Therapy. I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Steph. And today we are going to be discussing holiday games. Yeah, gaming during the holidays, people have time off, there's time to play games finally, and you want to be in the Christmas season, possibly. Or, well, not Christmas, I guess. Holiday season. Right. And uh, on top of that, you're usually in close proximity with some relatives that you may or may not want to be in such uh, close quarters with. It's yeah, a good so. way to take some to take the edge off, get people together and laughing and just having a good time. Yeah, or possibly if you're not with your family, you'll want to distract from how lonely and sad you are, I guess. I don't know. Important point, Steph. So we're going to split this episode up. Steph's going to take the top half and tell us about fun games to play. With the family. Some good co-op options, uh, some good party games. Yeah, I don't like sitting around making small talk. So if I can get everybody playing a game, I would rather do that. Right. And then I'm going to take the bottom half and tell you about some uh, solo experiences that uh, either are set around the holidays or uh, just bring a little wintry spirit to bear. Yeah, and some of these things are things that we do with our family and others are just suggestions that maybe we'll try this year. Yeah, and I hope these help you. So, Steph, start us off. What are some great uh, party games for the whole family? So, one thing I was going to bring back this year was Rock Band. Oh, it's been a long time since I've heard that name. Yeah, so many a birthday ago, uh, I had a birthday, and I opened all my presents, and my brother said, but wait, there's more. And he dragged us all down to the basement, and there was a giant Rock Band box. And I, this was a super surprise to me. I didn't... I didn't even know if I liked it. I hadn't played it before. And uh, he was like, everybody's playing it. And I got it on a super sale. <laughs> so happy birthday. I was so excited to give you that gift. That was uh, one of the years I was working for uh, PlayStation. And, yeah. Uh, so I was just really aware of all the deal, the gaming deals in the community. And I found a, uh, a sweet deal on Rock Band. So I was like, cool, let's set it up. Like, I've never played Rock Band. I'm just a lonely person who doesn't have friends that play Rock Band. <laughs> so uh, that became actually kind of a family thing. So my birthday's in August. And then by the time Christmas rolled around, we were still playing it. And our cousin Susie had come home for Christmas. And my brother came back at like midnight and went downstairs because he heard something. And me and Susie were down there playing rock band i remember just jumping in i was a little uh, buzz from a christmas party and, yeah uh, i remember jumping in and just grabbing the uh, microphone and yeah belting out the so microphone that... was always my least favorite i found the microphone was too hard no but the thing about the microphone is it's really good for your family that doesn't know how to play video games true because they can just rail into that thing and if you have it set on no fail they're just having a good time 
That's true. So no that Christmas, is. we had it set up already in the basement, and after Christmas dinner, we were like, you guys want to play rock band? Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the hell is rock band? <laughs> and we're like, we're about to show they you learn something. It. So yeah, our like middle-aged family just jumped into rock band that year mm-hmm. and the next year they asked for it again they did they, they were like can, can we play rock request. band again yeah so if set on no fail rock band can be a really fun experience for people who don't know how to play video games uh and it's not it's cooperative too you don't have to worry like do they know which button to press how do i tell them which button is a you know do they know how to hold a controller you're just like here you go. Hit the drums. Just belt it out, man. Right. There's none of that dreaded uh, going through the controller and teaching them, you know, 14 different button presses. Exactly. And even if they're not doing a good job playing it, it feels like they are. Right. Because the song's still playing. It's playing some good music. Yeah. And it has, like, some good oldies. So I, even if it's an old thing that you have to drag out or find it on eBay, hmm. Rock Band, I think, is probably my number one pick for family games. Remind me, are there any good Christmas songs in there? There are some. Uh, it depends on your crowd, honestly. Like, yeah. we have some Beatles fans who would just, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas, but they love Beatles mm-hmm. all year round. But there are so many rock band things that, I don't know, if the store's still open, can you still buy rock band? Songs? Oh, I'm sure it's not. I mean, that was two generations PlayStation ago PlayStation 3, at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, the, okay, so it is open, because they tried to close the PlayStation 3 store and people rebelled. Oh, okay, I didn't So know I don't that. know if the music is still there, but I know the PlayStation 3 store is still open well i think that's a great pick steph i have always loved rock band i think it's a great family party game yeah all the time yeah and and see your old relatives holding a tiny guitar it's very fun hilarious yeah and wonderful yeah okay so do you want to go ahead with a single pick or do you want me to go on my next uh family pick yeah let's do the family picks and then we'll do the uh individuals okay so my second pick that would be for family and people that don't know how to play video games at all would be just dance So I like that one. I know that's kind of a weird one, and some people say, but you need a peripheral. But actually, some of the newer versions will let you use your cell phone camera. Interesting. So with a console, I'm not. I'm not sure on the details, but I know some of them will allow you to use the cell phone camera. But the point stands: just dance. You just get up there and dance. Right. It'll show you vaguely what to do, and it'll grade you at the end. And if you set it on no fail, then they just get to dance. You know, I think uh, to your point. I think the death of the Wii has kind of left a bit of a dearth of great family games, you know? No, it's true. And I definitely kind of thought about putting Wii games here, because I'm sure a lot of people have an old Wii rattling around in the attic somewhere. Right. But I do think that those games maybe haven't aged as well. Mm -hmm. And things like Rock Band and Just Dance, you just get up there and do your thing. Right. And And that's what's fun. Yeah. And for Just Dance, I think even better than the Wii versions... The very few Xbox Connect versions were I have a really, Connect. <laughs> those were really, really fun. If you have a they Connect, were. Just Dance was excellent on those. And another game like Rock Band, where if you're introducing non gaming family members, there's no teaching them, you know? It's just, yeah. You know, look at the screen, make your body do it. Right. I think it's just kind of built in fun. You don't have to hand somebody a controller and say, figure it out. For sure. And those are smart. So those are my two big suggestions for if you want it to be a party, party, party. I like that. And so, for a time there, there was uh, uh, Dance Dance Revolution, DDR. There was, yeah. That was yeah. the king of the party game. But that one uh, got, has some ankle turners in there. Yeah. I, I would be reluctant to put anyone over 50 on a dance pad, to be this honest. This is a good point. Uh, so these ones, uh, you'd have to try to hurt yourself. Yeah. 
And I don't think they'll ruin whatever holiday party you're at. You won't ruin Christmas. Yeah, you can't ruin Christmas with a hospital visit. There you go. So my next point is I have some cooperative games that are not... uh, Competitive? No, I mean, so for my next point, I was trying to get some mobile games. Because everybody has a cell phone these days, and I am trying to make sure none of these are competitive. Right. Because while some families can handle a game of Monopoly, most cannot. Uh, Monopoly is just not made that way. Oh, man. We don't play Monopoly in this house. No, Papa was the best. He was such a statesman at it. Yeah, Yeah. no, he did actually work, though, in uh, international relations. So (laughs) if he didn't know how to play Monopoly without throwing something out a window... I don't know who could. Okay, well, I think that's a great idea to add some games that don't require a console because, you know, maybe you're visiting a relative out of state who doesn't have a console or, you know, there are those weird people in this world who just aren't gamers. Right, and these are cell phone games, so if you're just like, give me your phone for five minutes, I'm going to install a game and we're going to play it. Right. Uh, And everybody can do that because everybody has a smartphone and if you don't, then you're shunned from society. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well, lay it on us. Are you gonna Are you gonna hit us with uh, what is that game? Last of Us? No, uh, Among Us. Among Us? No, because you need to know buttons and how to move your character on a screen. Okay, I still haven't played it. I feel bad. I should. Yeah, have tried Susie that. really wants us to play it. I know. We'll try we it sometime. It. We should try it at Christmas. Okay, we'll do that. Um, so I'll start with two that can be a little divisive because while they are cooperative, you can get yelled at. Mm-hmm. So the first one is Space Team. Okay, I remember trying that. We have tried that, and it does kind of devolve sometimes into a room of people shouting at each other. The blue one! And I mean, if you were already doing that before dinner, maybe not Space Team. Read the room before you introduce Space Team. So Space Team is a mobile app that you download. I believe it's free, actually. And you are playing the part of someone on a spacecraft, and you need to tell someone else to do something Mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. You need to describe what needs to be done. Mm. And they have to do it on their phone. When it's more than two people, say three people, you're all shouting at each other. (laughs) I need you to push the blue button, please. Just push the blue button or we will explode and all die. But depending on what kind of family you have, this can be really fun. Mm -hmm. So it depends. It is cooperative. You're trying to live. But... If you if you uh, have a problem with instruction giving and taking in your family, this one might not be for you. Yeah. Another kind of similar one, but is kind of everyone versus the machine, uh-huh. is keep talking and nobody explodes. This is the bomb diffusing one, Yes, right? this is the bomb diffusing one that I always want to play and nobody else wants to play. This, as a kid, would have just gotten me so much because that was my just favorite I don't know, movie fantasy. I yeah. just always loved when they were talking the guy through diffusing no, the bomb. No, it's a great fantasy. It always works. Yeah. It works so well in movies, and it makes for a great premise for a game. I, so why I'm don't sorry, you want to play with me? It. There's even a virtual reality version, Chris. Yeah. The person diffusing the bomb can be in virtual reality, and everybody else is reading the instructions. I really like that. We should give that a go. Yeah, we should give that a go. I have an Oculus Quest 2 headset. Okay, so we'll give that a try. Maybe this is finally the year I could get everybody to play. keep talking. And Just come explodes. downstairs in your Oculus. And yeah. We'll, we'll get Everyone, started. there's a bomb! It's not the thing strapped to my head, I promise, but... 
things not to yell at Christmas dinner. Yeah, no, our family would get it. Yeah. It would be fine. Okay. Uh, so basically, somebody has a picture of the bomb. It can be mobile. It can be virtual reality. I believe it's on Switch consoles. It's on everything. Um, and so somebody's looking at the bomb, and they don't really know what they're looking at. It's a bunch of wires and buttons and screws and things like that. And everybody else in the room cannot see the bomb. Mm -hmm. But what they have is a bomb diffusion manual. (laughs) And they get to read it. So the person with the bomb says, okay, I see a red wire and a blue wire and a yellow wire. Which one do I cut? Perfect. And they have to check the manual. And it can be multiple people reading the manual uh, for extra mayhem. So this sounds delightful to me and I want to do it. But uh, I got to get people on board this year. All right. Well, I think... That's the way. Just bring the Oculus down. Yeah. So I'll do that this year. Okay. Uh, but again, this is another cooperative game. So you're all working towards the same goal. But if you don't like getting yelled at for doing it wrong, maybe try the next one. Mm-hmm. So my last pick would be Jackbox Party Games. Okay. I've heard so much good things about these. I've never... Well, that's not true. I played the original uh, you don't know Jack. Oh, okay. That That's, this came yeah. from back on the back in the time of I think DOS. I think you had to enter a runtime command oh to get gosh. this sucker open. But okay. me and my friends had a lot of fun with that game back when you would type in the answers on Dad's okay. old IBM. Oh my gosh, yeah. we're so old. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I haven't played the new one, but I have watched people play it, so I have a good idea of how it actually goes. Yeah. But this is another mobile game you can download on people's cell phones. And I believe it's multiple mini-games that everybody puts in their answer for. Okay. And then there's a winner yeah. at the end of each round. No, I've heard it's hilarious and fun. And, uh, I mean, to a, an elementary school kid's sense of humor, certainly You Don't Know Jack was hilarious. If you wrote, right. If you typed in a dirty word, he would respond in kind and take away your points. So this is one where nobody's yelling at each other to do something. Right. So this is just a low stakes. Well, it is competitive. It is competitive, yeah. yes. Yeah. There is a winner, mm-hmm. but you're not trying to tear other people down or yell at them to push the blue button before everybody correct, dies. Correct, Yeah. Well, I think Jackbox is a good... And uh, it's everywhere as well. It's Switch, it's PC, it's... Yeah, it's everywhere. So no matter what, you can get a copy of this game and try it with your family mm-hmm. if you have a more delicate dynamic. Yeah, that's good. So those are my family ideas for when you're done with small talk. Yeah. And for those of you who need to go to another room and just have some quiet alone time, Chris has got some suggestions for you as well. Don't worry, we're not leaving you out in the cold these holidays. So these are games that are what? These are games that are either set around the holiday season or, uh, in the case of one notable exception, just wintry and wonderful. And uh, Okay, so being I, festive. I think somehow, so, yeah. Some way or another. Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it. Okay. So get into the holiday spirit. Exactly. So my first is one that uh, went criminally underplayed, so much so that I actually haven't played it either. It's the ugly duckling of the Batman Arkham series. Arkham Origins. Yeah, it was Arkham Origins, which was uh, developed in between Arkham City and uh, Arkham Knight. Okay, I've heard good things about it as long as you don't play the original trilogy first. Yeah, that's probably a good way to describe it. So it was developed by a studio that was not Rocksteady. Okay, it was the first non-Rocksteady one and everybody's like, well, I guess I'm done with Batman. Yeah. Um, I've heard only good things about it. It's set, uh, it's a prequel Mm -hmm. and uh, it apparently borrows heavily from 
the uh, Batman Year One comic by Frank Miller. Oh, okay. One of the better ones, a nice nitty gritty uh, Batman. So it's it's early Batman days. Okay. Which is a great period to revisit. So um, it has some solid comics to draw from. Yeah, and uh, it sounds like the story is uh, well liked. So if you're a big Batman fan, and I don't know what anyone who's not a big Batman fan even looks like. What Bat is, Christmas. Yeah, Bat Christmas. There you go. And then watch Batman Returns, the lesser Tim Burton <laughs> Batman yeah. movie. Also okay. set around the holidays. Okay, yeah. So if you want a Bat Christmas, yeah. you've got options. You're all set. I'm sure that there's an old Adam West one Yeah, about, well, about the magic of Christmas as well. And that sounds like a good game to get lost in for the holidays. Right. Those are nice big games. Um, Story-driven. Sort of pseudo-open world. Yeah. Pseudo-driven and your Batman just pummeling the crap out of yeah. a million guys. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. So that's good. And then, uh, not to make this too uh, too superhero-y, but uh, the new Miles Morales Spider-Man game. Ooh. Yeah, which neither of us have gotten a chance to play. Both of us are waiting for uh, the PlayStation 5. Yeah, we wanted next generation goodness for that one. Yeah, and uh, I mean, all I've heard is good things. The only thing, the only negative I've heard about it is that it's too short, which is always a nice thing to hear. I mean, that's never too hard a criticism, I don't think. No, as long as it's a tight game, then being too short isn't necessarily a downside. Right, and I mean, just Sony, what are they doing with the Spider-Man license? You know, this should be like a Call of Duty type game. (laughs) There should be a new Spider-Man every year. yeah. I don't know of any superhero game that just captures the feeling as well as the web slinging does in the original PS4 Spider-Man that was so good. Yeah, no, we both really enjoyed that game. And then the PS2 Spider-Man that was also excellent. Oh, of course. And then the PS1 Spider-Man that was so incredible. (laughs) You've played all the Spider-Mans. Oh, so good. So those are both two superhero video games set around Christmas. Right, and Miles Morales is going to be set in New York City in, uh, in the holiday season, which is... Pretty good time to visit New York if you've ever been. Oh, okay. So that's neat. It would be neat to uh, swing past Rockefeller Center when they've got the ice skating out front. Yeah, you did live in New York for a few years. Yeah, so that would uh, that would be a neat game to revisit. And and for games that capture New York, I I can't think of one that does as quite as well as the uh, latest Spider-Man. Series. Yeah, didn't you show us your? Yeah, you can go over to Stytown in it. I went and saw my old apartment. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, you were like. Guess what this is? And I was like, I don't know. If I just crawled up to the 13th floor, there was my window. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And of course, Miles Morales is my favorite development in uh, comics in the last decade or so. It's just such a cool, uh, he's just such a cool character. He's delightful. Yeah. And uh, Into the Spider-Verse has to be Mm -hmm. the, the best, I think, the best comic book adaptation maybe ever. Just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, as someone who's rewatching the Spider-Man movies... That might be my favorite Spider-Man movie. I know it's tough to it's tough to call because there are a lot. Of it's very ones. different from the rest of the Spider-Man movies, but it's yeah. a good one. And so my uh, my next pick is a little out there, not as out there as my fourth pick, but uh, if you're really looking for something meaty to dig into, and uh, especially if you know you don't this time of year, if you're not going home because of uh, COVID or uh, something like that. And uh, you've got a lot of time on your hands. Why not jump back into a 10-year-old game, Skyrim? Oh? <laughs> yeah. So, Steph, I've been there from the start. I was there 11, 11, 11. I remember. In the freezing cold in Winnipeg outside of GameStop to pick up my copy. So I've been there from the start, and I will be there till the end. It's never going to end. 400 years from now. Skyrim and Resident Evil 4. They'll never die. Yeah. So... 
The reason I suggest Skyrim as just a, a nice wintry game, there really just aren't too many games set around the holidays. Yeah, no. Uh, so what about Skyrim is holiday-rific? Well, you're, ex- you're exploring a vast uh, Norse sort of setting. The mm-hmm. Nords, you're exploring a wintry wonderland. Okay, so just kind of cold weather feel. Right. Snow. And you've got dragons and you've got, you know, zombies. It's good stuff. Okay, there's you've probably some winter greens in there too. You've got magic, <laughs> hurling fireballs to light the winter greens on fire. And, uh, you know, I mean, the game has been continually retouched until now. It is pretty perfect. It's not the most beautiful game on the shelf, but honestly, these ones they've released for the next gen. They look pretty nice. I bet there's some good holiday mods you can get. I'm sure there on PC. are. Yeah, that would be neat too. That would be a neat thing to play around with. Do you think that your connection between Skyrim and Christmas is because it came out in a holiday season? It did come out around Christmas, and I was certainly playing it a lot that Christmas season. Okay, so probably a lot of people have that connection. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But Skyrim for just a good wintry feel. And uh, I guess on that same vein, Celeste would be nice because there's a lot of uh, snow drift and all that in there. Celeste occurred to me too, but given that it is a game intrinsically about a battle with depression. Maybe not the best for um, Christmas season, especially. If you're feeling low, I mean, it could be nice if you wanted to deal with that, but it does have deeper values. But a very happy ending. I mean, it does, it does. It does end on a, on a sort of Pixar note, you know? No, I'm not saying it has a bad ending or anything. No. I'm just saying it's a little heavier than maybe just Spider-Man. Yeah. All right, and here's my weirdest pick for uh, best holiday game. All right, lay play. it on me. The best holiday game to play of all time, and this is set during Christmas. This is Home Alone, released in the early 90s for every system in the sun, under the sun. Oh, okay, so a movie tie-in. A movie tie-in. Universally trashed by critics, universally hated by gamers. One of my favorite SNES games <laughs> of all time. Okay. It has a really interesting history. So it was a movie Mm tie-in, which historically, those games were not great. No. But, uh, and this one admittedly was also not great. Tell us your warm fuzzies about it, though. I love the SNES version. And the SNES version is probably the weakest one. Oh, okay. Yeah. uh, But that's the one you play. They were developed by different companies. The uh, Bethesda developed the NES version. Oh, okay. So they, they made two versions? Two different games or two versions? These are totally different games. Okay. So Sega developed the game for their uh, Genesis and for the Game Gear. Mm -hmm. And a small company named Imagineering, Inc. created the game for the Game Boy and the NES. uh, The SNES, sorry. Okay. So the one you played. The one that I played. And it's probably the weakest of the three. I've played the Genesis one and it's a little better and the sound quality is a little better. But uh, just for pure nostalgia... I'd go back to Home Alone any day. You get to visit the famous sites from the game. You get to set the traps. You get to escape the wet bandits. Okay. How long is this game? Uh, Like start to finish? I mean, it's one of those very cheap games where they just made it. I mean, I don't know if they even It's short, but there's one steep difficulty curve. It's terrible. The hitboxes, as I recall, are not very fair. It's... I don't know that I ever got to the end of it, and I was pretty good when I was playing at 10 years old. <laughs> okay. But I would go back. To, if you have an emulator and it's free to you, give it a try. Okay. So that one's Christmas vibes emulated through movie tie-in. You know, probably the best way to enjoy it. 
Just scroll on over to YouTube and watch a watch a playthrough. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, that's probably the, the best. Probably the best way to enjoy yeah. that. It's good just for a uh, nice background noise. No, that seems good. Oh my god, it's nice just for a good background noise. Yeah, sometimes you need something Christmassy in the background. Yeah, and not the stress of playing a crappy Super Nintendo title. <laughs> they sold this for sixty dollars yeah. <laughs> to children. Okay. Um, well, that wraps it up for me for uh, games to play on your own. And I think you really uh, gave people some good suggestions for games to play with the family. Yeah, that's way more games than I could ever play in a holiday season. Yeah. Well. So I hope that there's someone in there for everyone and that you can tame your family. Yeah. And uh, other than that, I would wish everybody a happy holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays from Game Therapy, everyone. Where can they find us, Steph? They can find us at Game Therapy Life on Twitter or at GameTherapy.life. Great. Thanks for listening and play better. <laughs>